everybody. Thanks so much for rolling with us today. We've got a packed show for you. This is Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. That's Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Good morning, guys. <laughs> good morning, good morning. I'm glad I saw it. Wow. I'm glad I saw what I saw. You know what? You might have to retire your nickname for Luca, Baby Bird. You might have to start calling him Larry Jr. Yeah, right? uh-huh. Yeah. You said it was blasphemous. Uh. The lightning's going to strike us. Yeah. Well, here we go. <laughs> it may still. No, 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 no don't yeah. do that, Skip. Don't do that. After last night. Mm. Historic, guys. Absolutely a clinic. Luka Doncic, if you missed it, he notched the first ever 60-point, 20-rebound, triple-double last night. The Mavs 126-121 victory win in overtime versus the New York Knicks. It's only the second time anyone has had a 60-point triple-double. Shannon, it's all people are talking about. On a scale of 1 to 10, how impressive is this? A 1,000. A 1,000? No, I, I don't. Uh, if I had a 1,000 tongues, I couldn't say how impressive this was enough. Really? With a 1,000 tongues, I couldn't say it enough, Skip wow. Bayless, because we had never seen anything like it before. James Harden had a 60-point triple-double, but you're mm. talking about a six-foot-seven guard. Goes and gets you 60-20. Yeah. And he did it in an efficient manner. And he did it in a non-blowout. They needed every point he gave you in the 60 piece. Mm -hmm. And not only did he give you 60, he had 10 assists and he got others involved. Mm. And with 20 rebounds, mm. man, mm. he scored Dallas's uh, 11, seven of his 11 points in overtime, 21 of 30 from the floor. He scored a six, uh, assisted on 16 of Dallas, 23 points scored in the fourth in overtime. And they were down. We were talking about if, if uh, the Lakers could have pulled off what they put uh, in Philly skip. Yeah. Nine with thir under 30. And to come back, and he made one free throw, missed the second one, yep. gets his own rebound, never touched the floor, and push, pushes it in. Yep. Skip, it's, it was unbelievable. Look, I, and, and we've seen, like, what Luka did. And we see Wilt had a 53-32-14 and a 51-29-11. And Elgin had a 52-25-10. Skip, 60-20? That's what's so impressive. And they needed all of it. Skip, we've seen guys get numbers. Uh, if you remember Jordan when the 63 point, I saw that. I was a senior in high school, uh, but they lost. Devin Booker had 70. They lost. Uh, Kobe's 81. Great performance. But Kobe had six rebounds and two assists. Yeah. And they really ended up being a blowout. Skip, this was 1,000. Uh, Luca and I tried to tell you I wanted to get you on this train so me and you could finally wrap our arms around the same mm. guy. But uh, you didn't want to listen to me. Uh, but no. now the train has left the station, and I can't let you get on. Uh, I can't let you get with Baby really? Bird. Nope, nope, nope. Well, I will give you this. <laughs> we have proven once and for all that Luca was the correct pick over that little guy in Atlanta. Am I right? Yeah. Little Ice Tray, yeah. Ice Tray Young. <laughs> it's not even close. Right. It's a joke. And, and the thing is, Skip, it's not like, I mean, uh, 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 Trey is an all-star. He's mm. an all-pro. I mean, excuse me, all-NBA. But he's not bad. Hmm. He's not close to that, <laughs> in part because he's like six feet tall. That's it. Maybe. And I'll give you six feet, seven inches tall. And I will give you, he's better than I thought he was, but I still got big problems with Luca's game, which I will get to later in the show. Okay. But right now, we're just dealing with last night, and we're dealing with Jen's question, which was simply scale of one to ten, how impressive. So Shannon Sharp across me goes to 1,000, 1,000 tongues, one, could not say how impressive this do was. It. And I'll go to an eight. because I think we have to take into account the opposition last night, which was an embarrassment. The opposition. I don't know if you – I got to get a new TV. I don't know what TV you were watching, but, but yours must have gold around it. I, I don't know because you got gilt-edged glasses that you watch Luca with. Okay. Let's look hard at the opposition last night, okay. shall we? Yes. Yeah. The best player on the New York Knicks is Jalen Brunson, who used to play for the Dallas Mavericks, where he was the second best player and a very key component to the Dallas Mavericks opposite Luka in that starting lineup. Okay. So the Knicks land him as a free agent, and yes. it was, the you could argue, the biggest signing of the offseason. And they went all out, and there was all kinds of 
cost him a second round pick for Cameron. That's what I'm saying. There's all kinds of phony baloney going on under the table, and here we go. But Jalen Brunson has started every game. Right. Until Sunday, I'm watching the whole game, Sixers versus Knicks, and with five minutes to go, he comes up a little gimpy. And he goes to the bench a little gimpy, and he does not come back, and he's a little gimpy, and they say he's got a hip. And I'm thinking, well, by by this game, Tuesday night, this is his one shot at returning to Dallas and saying, look what you missed. And he couldn't go last night. So Jalen Brunson is out for the game, and I was shocked that he couldn't go, so he must have some – it's a hip injury. I don't know how serious it is, but it must be pretty serious. Then what happens to those Knicks, same old Knicks? What happens a minute and 36 seconds into the game? R.J. Barrett lacerates the index finger of his shooting hand, and he is lost for the rest of the game. So now you're down – two of your top three players, shall we say. And all of a sudden, I'm saying, okay, where is Cam Reddish? I don't know. He's in the doghouse. I love Cam Reddish. I loved him at Duke. I I still don't understand what happened. But he got sideways with Thibodeau, and Thibodeau, even last night, under duress, would not let him out of the doghouse. And I'm saying, come on, you can't do this to your team. And I I always liked, I never loved Evan Fournier, but he's pretty good and he's a smart player and he's the kind of player who could get you home in a game like this. He stays in the doghouse. So what does Thibodeau do last night? He plays in an overtime game. He plays five guys, an average of 45 minutes for the game. Five guys, 45 minutes. It's the classic case. It's like old, old, old school basketball where you're basically playing your five guys the whole game. Right. And I'm saying, Thibodeau, what what are you doing? Because he barely plays Derrick Rose, Jericho Sims, and Isaiah Hartenstein. They, uh, Hartenstein, excuse me, they, they play 13, 12, and 12 minutes. The other guys average 45. So into the starting lineup goes Emmanuel Quickly, who had started two games this year. He is all of six feet, three inches tall. It, and then onto the floor playing how many minutes? 46 minutes last night was Miles McBride, a second-round pick out of West Virginia a year ago, so he's in his second year He averages 12 minutes a game. He played 46 minutes last night at six feet, two inches tall. So you you are completely overmatched against Luka because when it comes to guards versus guards, you're you're playing two guards who are 6'3 and 6'2, and they got no shot against Luka. Nobody has a shot. They can't bother him. Nobody can bother him. Okay, but the Lakers showed you how you bother him. You just take the ball out of his hands, and they did a really good job of it for a half on Christmas Day. Yeah. And they're up 11, and And you, you have to. You have to dare the rest of them to beat you because their threes come and they go. Right. And against your team on Christmas, they came. They came in droves in the third Second quarter, now, just the third quarter, because that was the one where you give up 51, which is the most points anybody's given up in a quarter this year. And as you said on Monday, it may be the most anybody gives up all year long because they hit nine out of 13 threes just in the third quarter alone. Well, okay. You dared, you dared, you dared. You kept taking the ball out of Luca's hands, but he did wind up with 32, but that's about half of what he got last night. Well, right. there's a way to keep him to a low roar. You just say, well, you can't do it. If, they, if they're going to beat us from three, but God bless. But let me ask you a question. Why did you ever say that about Jordan? Why didn't you say, why don't I you take it about, about Jordan. No, it's no, about Luca. See, what you okay, try to do. Don't even bring up Michael Jordan. He doesn't belong in this conversation. what you do. Okay, Michael Jordan's the greatest player ever, and it's not even close. It's not even close. I don't want to talk about him. I'm just showing you what happened here. Thibodeau's out of his mind. He's too proud. He's too stubbornly proud. Stop it. So what did they do? The shame of this game was that the Dallas Mavericks at home lost each of the first three quarters. They lose the quarters by, let's, let's count the ways, by two and then by six and then by two. And they go in 10 points down into the fourth quarter. How could you do it to this team? What's left of this team? I, I can argue that four of the five best players are not even playing for the Knicks. And I'm saying, what, what are you guys doing? How It's shameful. You are playing bad basketball that you are down to what's left of the Knicks this deep into the game because you go early in the fourth quarter. What was it? Maybe 10 minutes left. You're down 12. You're down 12 points with 10 minutes left in the game. And to Luca's credit, he says, not on my watch. And here he comes, and here he comes, and here he comes. But the two biggest shots of the game, when you're down nine with 33 seconds left, 
Christian Wood, who is a deadly three-point shooter at, what, what are we giving, seven feet tall? Christian Wood, if we could see, just steps back and makes an ice-cold three that cut it to six. This is right after the two free throws. He, he just says, uh, I, I, well, I'll save you guys. If, if you can't, I'll just shoot this, and I will make that. That's a bomb from a, a seven-foot guy. Here he goes again, Christian Wood. And this is the shot of the game because this cuts it to six and it makes it somewhat manageable at that point. And then Spencer Dinwiddie makes the second biggest shot, if we could see this, because it's going to cut it to one and give you a prayer of a chance. Spencer Dinwiddie says, okay, I got this. I'll see you one and raise you one here, Mr. Wood. And that's a bomb. And he swishes that one. And all of a sudden I'm sitting back thinking, wait a second. Maybe, just maybe, you got a shot. So then they intentionally foul Luca, And now we're down to the play of the game. And I'm going to give you high marks for this one. But there's an old saying in sports that you well know. You'd rather be lucky than good. Well, in this case, Luca was both lucky and great, all in the same play. Lucky and great because there is no way on this intentionally missed free throw that the Knicks don't get the ball. You have to get the basketball. And three of them have fingertips on the basketball. And Quentin Grimes, who's been starting for about half the year in place of Cam Reddish or whoever, Fournier. And listen, Quentin Grimes out of Kansas, and I like him. He's a smart player and a, and a good kid. He gets his hands on the basketball and can't grip it. And I don't know how, but it's about – a thousand to one shot, speaking of a thousand tongues, that, that the Knicks don't control the basketball on the intentional miss. And somehow it pops up to Luca, and to his credit, in one quick motion, because he's on fire, he just catch. I couldn't even follow it. It's like quicker than the eye. It's a catch and shoot out of thin air, and he makes it. And then it was funny. Luca starts dancing around like they won the game, and he said after he admitted after the game, I didn't even know what happened. I thought we won. No, that was tied. So you got to go the extra frame to pull this off. Well, the Knicks – they're playing five guys the whole game, and they play those same five guys 12, I mean, all five minutes of the overtime, and they're dead on their feet. So but, it didn't surprise me in the overtime that you just wipe them out because they're exhausted. But my thing is, Skip, the problem that I have with your narrative that you're trying to paint about Luka is that you're making it about what didn't happen with the Knicks instead of you, giving You, you should have won this game by 30. Skip, but you didn't. But by all, 30. Skip. Skip. But you never did this when Tom Brady came about, came back oh, against the Legion of Boom in the fourth quarter. No, but I'm just saying, when all those guys, the DBs broke and had a torn ACL, and one guy broke his arm, and the other guy tore a knee ligament, you didn't say Tom Brady did this against backup to backup and backup. You gave him credit. Why can't you just give Luka credit for an outstanding performance instead of trying to find a way why he's I, not I, good? I'm just giving you the facts. They're screaming at you. You, gave it, you gave it a 1,000 yes. against this team. How many? How many this times? is garbage. How, how, how this is garbage. Let me ask you a question. How long have you been covering the NBA? I don't know, since mid-70s? How many 60-20? I started covering the Lakers in the mid-70s. How mid many 60-20-10 games well, have you seen? Well, obviously, this is monster numbers. So, so now, But you have to take the facts so, into accountability. So nobody, so I want to make sure I'm hearing you correctly. Mm -hmm. So nobody else has ever okay. gone against the undermanned team. Okay. No, no, no. In, in your 45 years of covering the NBA, yep. no other player, no other great, be it Jordan, be it Bird, be it Magic, mm -hmm. whomever, has ever gone against the undermanned team. Yep. Because if they have, I want to know why they didn't get 60 20 okay. All right. Kobe's 81 points came against a Raptors team that was like – 27 and something. They, they were like second to the last okay. in the East. So you're, you're taking advantage of a pretty bad team, but, right? But skip. Wilt's 100 points. Hershey, Pennsylvania came against a Knicks team that was second to last in the East that year right. and obviously missed the playoffs when they're, it's, it's almost impossible to miss the playoffs. So in other words, if you, don't, if you have an outstanding performance, if you don't do it against the best or the second best team in a particular sport, it does not matter. Okay, well, obviously you have to take into account degree of difficulty, which you did not. You got to address the facts. It's an NBA game. The, the facts are their best player who, who was poised to have a night of nights going back to Dallas could not go. That's, that's what you need to start with. That should have been the first thing can, out can of your mouth. On Sunday night, mm -hmm. how many DBs from Arizona went down? Okay, I, I already said that was a moral loss. I, I said it what was. About, okay, okay, what about Dallas? Okay, why, why are we changing the because, narrative? Because you keep saying you have to take into account the circumstances. Okay. I need you to take into account the circumstances. Okay, well, I have. I did. I told you that was horrible. I told you if I'm on the Bucks team playing going home, I'm thinking – 
we got no chance against Carolina. I already said that. I said it and said it and said it I'm again. Talking, you got to take into account. I did. I, I guessed it harder than you first but, guessed But it. my thing is, is that uh, performance that you've never seen in your 40-plus years of covering okay, the NBA. Look at who it was against. Look at what happened in the game. You, you have to step back from it and say, how did this go down to the wire against the team? Have you ever, in the modern NBA era, can you remember a coach who played five players an average of 45 minutes each in a game? It's unheard of. In all my years, going back to the 70s, I haven't ever seen anything like it what before. Tibbs, but what are you doing? Well, hold on, time out, time out. Tibbs? Tibbs. You make it seem like Tibbs always has a rotation of 10. You know he grinds his guys okay, down but, to but, the but, ground. But this is way over the top, out of bounds. This is so outrageously wrong. You know it and I know it. You're playing Emmanuel quickly and Miles McBride. You're playing them 48 minutes and 46 minutes and expect to get that game home. And then Quentin Grimes says after the game, well, we should have gotten it home. You're dead in the water. You're gassed. You can't play at this you, level you, you, that many all, minutes. Why'd you go to overtime? You had a nine-point lead with 30 seconds to go. I, okay, I just said you're playing everybody way too much. you got to keep some freshness going here. For once, you got to let Evan Fournier out of the doghouse. He's a smart player. He's an international player. He knows how to get games home. He makes smart plays. Listen, Cam Reddish, on, on pure talent, He's top four on this team. I, I, I love Cam Reddish. I don't know what's happened to Cam Reddish. Now they're talking about trading Cam Reddish. I just know this. Since I've been doing this show with you, there have been other great performances in other sports, and you've never diminished them and talk about who wasn't there or they played this many minutes. You've never done that. It's just that you have this thing about Luka where you don't think Luka is good, and he keeps proving you wrong. I didn't say he's not good. Skip, this is the first time okay, you ever well, gave him a Well, he's, he's a below-average three-point shooter, See, and he's a worse free-throw shooter. So what about 20? Well, don't laugh. Tell me I'm wrong. Am tell, I lying about that? 60, no, tell me I'm wrong. 60-20. Tell me I'm wrong. 60-20-10. Okay. It's great. It's great. It's monster numbers against a G League team. But here's the thing. Okay. You see, instead of just giving a man kudos, you pick, well, he's a below-average free-throw. Th- was he below-average last night? Was he a below-average free-throw shooter last night? Well, six. Was he below Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Joel Embiid, I watched him last night. He makes 13 of 14. How did they He's win? He's seven feet did tall. Did they no, win? They did not. Okay, so what are we he talking? He scored 45 points. Is it more than 60? No. He scored 45 no. in a loss. I'll take Joel Embiid over Luka any day or night. I thank you very yeah. much. Did thank he you. win? Thank you very much. Did he win? No. Do you see what you do? Now you're I talking don't about do you. anything. Take, you're talking about, well, I'll take this guy over him. I'll take the No, no, no. This is about this performance last no, wait. wait a second. So you go to Tom Brady, you go to Michael no, Jordan, then you say it's about no, this. I, no, because I'm saying what you do is that when Luka had a great performance, you try to diminish it by talking about who was on the other side, something you never I, done I'm with Tom. What are you talking about? I just did it with Arizona. I did it and did it and did it to so, death. So, okay. I said so, it's Trace McSorley. Yeah. It's an embarrassment. Yeah. McSorley is an eyesore. What about the Rams when they came uh, back? You was up here pom-poming when Tom Brady came back against the Rams. Never bet against Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Yeah, because you told me that Aaron Donald might be the greatest defensive player of all time, and I'm saying, really? I don't see it. I keep waiting to see. You told me Jalen Ramsey's the top corner in the league, and I'm saying, okay. Well, he so what's did their that. record? He so what's their record? So what's their record? Okay, well, Aaron Donald hasn't been playing for like five games, right? Uh, right, exactly. Uh, yeah. How is Baker Mayfield pulling these games off? I don't know. Well, he should have been know. pulling them off in Carolina. Huh, but anyway, the, back back to our normally scheduled program yeah. in Luka Doncic. Yeah. Something in your 45 years you've never seen, and you dismiss it because of what? Because I, did, you I didn't dismiss it. I'm putting it in perspective that you refuse to. You said it's a thousand on a scale of one to ten. Yes, it is. A thousand against this. So team? let me get this. Aren't you? So for, for, for clarification for yes. all the people at home, yes. everybody that's ever had a historic moment has did it against top-tier people. I don't know. what well, We could go on. Uh, Jordan had some against Utah, and that was top-tier. That's two Hall of Famers. But, uh, Skip, but he didn't do that against you. He didn't, uh, all of his 50-point games didn't come against no. the Celtics and the Lakers. No. So, therefore, you have to take into account who he was doing it against. And we've never done that. We've never taken into account who he did it against. Why are we taking into account who Luka did it against last night? Well, the day that Kobe scored 81, the day after, I was on cold pizza, and I first, the, I first guessed it, and I said, well, Toronto was terrible. Oh, Skip. Okay. But even if – Skip. Okay, so Toronto was terrible. Why didn't anybody else get 80 points against them if they're so terrible? 
Okay, you okay. have to keep it in perspective. Somebody has to tell the truth of what okay. happened. Okay. okay, okay, this is the truth. So, in other words, I'm waiting to see how many 60, 20 triple doubles happen in the NBA again this mm-hmm. season. Let, let's just see that because if it doesn't happen, you're gonna have to context or no context. Mm-hmm. Who it happened against or whoever, whomever it didn't. Yep. I don't know if that's grammatically correct. Mm-hmm. Whom or whoever it mm-hmm. happened against. I need to see another 60, 20, 10 triple double in the NBA this year in order for your merits, in order for you to hold merit about what you just see. So. How do you explain that despite 60, 20, blah, 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 how do you explain that they're down nine with 33 yes. seconds left to this bunch? Exactly. That, so, that's impossibly Skip, wrong. Hold on. I thought, hold on. I mean, I, it, wouldn't that be embarrassing to the Mavericks? No, no, because it's an NBA game. They oh. get played. They get paid once a month or once every two weeks, just like Luca. And you, and hold on. I thought. Everybody gets up every night, so there's a Wednesday night, a Tuesday night game, and you expect everybody to play like an NBA Finals. Mm. We know that doesn't happen. Mm. And the mere fact that they were able to come back and win because we've seen teams. We saw this Orlando Magic team Mm -hmm. that get beat by 15, 16 points, beat the Boston Celtics three times or twice in three days. Mm. So it can happen. It's an NBA game. Anything can happen. Mm. But to try to blow this off and talk about, well, a Quigley played and Grimes played and McBride, I I don't care who it is. Okay. Well, I do. That's my side of the table. You can have your side. I'll have my side because I do care about this because, it, because it, it's shocking to me that they lost each of the first three quarters. It's like the three upsets of the year yeah, to lose Skip, we just, to that team. Skip, we just did a topic yesterday um, on the Bucks about yeah. talking about how many points they scored in the last four minutes or the fourth quarter in overtime. Mm-hmm. So that means they lost the first three quarters. We do that. We just did that topic yesterday. And you say that's what the thing that gives you saving grace is that Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. Now he just did the exact same thing, and you punish him for it. I'm not punishing him for it. It's it, you have to look at degree of difficulty, and it's low, man. <laughs> it is the lowest you could get. So, Skip, I, I don't know if you can get much lower than this. So, so scoring of sixty points is easy in an NBA no, game. No, it's not. Let me ask you a question: What about grabbing t- twenty rebounds? Is that easy? No. What about grabbing ten assists? No. Mm-hmm. So you combine all three of those things, and now you said just because he did it against a Knicks team mm-hmm. that's not very good. That's easy. Mm-hmm. You nope. just told me scoring 60 is not easy. Grabbing 20 rebounds isn't easy. Mm-hmm. And, and 10 assists isn't easy. Yep. He did all three of them. Yep. And he did it efficiently. And he did it in a win. Okay. Yet you didn't give him credit for what I gave him the highest marks for. And that's the last play of regulation. Skip. Skip. You, you didn't even bring it up. That's why I get, Skip, it's already it's built in. That's why oh. I gave him a 1,000. Oh. He did. Skip, I just said he made, he made the first three uh, free throw, missed it, grabbed it, and never touched the ground and put the ball back in. Mm. All that's factored into the 1,000. Mm. I mean, against this group, he could have gone for 81. How about 82? But, Let, but, let's go for 82. But Skip. Let's it, out Kobe Kobe. No, but Seriously. Here, but here's the thing, though, Skip. Okay, yeah, he might have could have scored more points. But you got to think about what it, the effort that it takes to grab rebounds. He got 21 of those. You know what? I'm going to give him high marks for this because of his rebounds, five were offensive rebounds. Yeah. And that's None more important than that last one. <laughs> okay, that was a big one. But it's effort because his teammates, only two other teammates had one offensive rebound. Exactly. So he had by far the most offensive rebounds on his team, five. And that is effort. Yes. That is desire. That is want to. That is I want this ball worse than you want this ball. That is Russell Westbrook Memorial effort. And you don't usually see it from Luca. And I don't know exactly what got into him, but he was crashing the boards last yeah. night in part because he's playing against such small players because the two guys who are trying to guard him are 6'2 and 6'3 and they can't they have no ch- no chance against him nobody so he's just saying I'm going to the Skip. boards the thing about Luka nobody can guard him you just hope he missed you saw what he did to Kawhi he go get 40 against Kawhi and Paul George he gets 44 he gets damn near 50 nobody can guard him you just hope he missed because you can't speed him up you can't slow him down and he's going to get to the spot that he wants to get to mm. and all you do is like Lord please let him miss this shot. Please let him miss this shot because I can't do anything about it. Mm. Well, I want him on the free throw line. That's the only thing you can do. Put him on the free throw line. 16 to 22. Uh, well, what is he for the year? He's a 73% free throw shooter. It's it's pretty pathetic. You do realize in that historic performance Wilt had, he was 28 to 32. Okay. He never shot that percentage no. again. And you know sometimes not. in a historic performance, Agreed. You, get his, you get a historic okay. moment as far as shooting. But, but in those days, they're scoring. The, the, the final score of that game was 169 yeah. to 142. So yeah. 
the, the Philadelphia Warriors, yeah. as they were then, yeah, they yeah. scored 169 points that night, yeah. and he got 100 of yeah. them. Well, am I shocked by that? No, I'm not shocked. And it happened in Hershey, Pennsylvania. It was when they were barnstorming into little tiny markets yeah, go, yeah, to go, see if they could get people to, go, to yeah. watch NBA yeah. games. And he got 100. Was it impossibly hard? No, not really. Not really. The, the Knicks were terrible. And nobody ever come close to okay. getting 100 no, again? Nobody's even come close to 81. Okay? <laughs> so, and, and I don't know if they ever will. Mm, yeah, it's going to be. Well, I wouldn't put anything past with that three-point shot. You catch the right day, and somebody could easily make. If Steph Curry, I think Steph, what Steph has the record, like 14, yeah. him and Clay. Kobe that night mm-hmm. made seven of 13 against Toronto, which for him was very good. Now, you take a guy like Clay or a guy like Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard could he theoretically could. take like 22, 23, and he could go 16 or 17 for 22. Same yeah. with Steph Curry. Yep. I don't know if they can get to 100, but they probably could get to 70 if they make about 13, 15 or 16 okay. threes. All right. They could. That could but be Luca last night. It was great. It was great. <laughs> so you 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 would up that from eight to like a. I do not. Gentlemen. I'm going to stand right by an Tell eight because of the hapless I'm not a hapless. Yes. <laughs> he said he needed post game. Yeah. Hey, Luca, let Luca hold on. Let Luca get that beer. He need, hey, he need to get a case. If I'm Jason Kidd, Luca's not playing tomorrow night. Mm. He hung over. I, ain't no, ain't no selling, ain't no, no, no recovery beer. Well, he I, a case. I needed a recovery beer after watching the Knicks last night. What well, there you go, man. You wasn't <laughs> saying, I don't even drink you beer. You wasn't that with 30 seconds left. All the way around. I, I kind of was. Breakfast <laughs> of champions. All right, guys, we got to go. LeBron, we got to talk about him. Is he taking back promises? He's deleted an old tweet. I mean, you know, very When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. After missing the playoffs last season, LeBron tweeted out, quote, I cannot, will not miss the postseason again for my career. This bleep hurt. The Lakers now at 14 and 20 on the season. LeBron, guys, has deleted that tweet. Shannon, he's your guy. What does this tell you? That man was hacked. <laughs> so, you know, somebody just playing games with us and knowing that, uh, you know, how we was going to respond because they'd be watching this page. People be stalking that man's page, mm. mainly you. I wish you were right about this. <laughs> Skip, you know, my grandpa used to say, boy, promises like pie crust, thin mm. and easily broken. Mm. And you promise somebody something, you need to be able to deliver that. And I think LeBron is coming to the realization. <sighs> like the LT's boy, so we got to do better than this. Yeah. And... I think he's finally realizing that the team that he has with Anthony Davis being out, being in and out of the lineup, Skip, the likelihood of them making the playoffs aren't very good. I'd have just left it up there. And it, is, it is what it is, Skip. I mean, damn. I mean, it's not the first time. I'm sure it's not the first time that LeBron has said something and it didn't go, to, go the way that he intended it to go. It happens. It's sports. And what you think, I mean, if he was playing one-on-one, LeBron said, you know what? If there's a one-on-one tournament and LeBron says, hey, this one-on-one tournament, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm not missing the playoffs. Yeah. But it's a team, and you can only do so much. 
when the pieces aren't necessarily correct to fit what you're trying to do. Give him credit, Skip. I mean, he finally be broken streak. I mean, uh, uh, 30, uh, 30 point games at seven. He had 28, had about two minutes to go. I was here, man, stay in. Stay in this ball game. Because uh, you're probably not going to play tonight because it's a back-to-back in I, Miami. I, I would agree. Skip, I ain't going to you, Skip. I, I, I didn't stat- tweet about it. He stayed in the game until there was like a minute and a half left. Well, I would have stayed to the end because I would have gotten them two points to get it 30, kept, get me yeah, eight I, consecutive games. I, I, you know what? I buy that. And consider- I, I validate. I, I, don't, I co-sign. Do you believe he's, I don't believe he's going to play tonight, Skip, at the back-to-back against Miami. I mean, it's back in his old stomping ground, so I think he would like to. I, I'm not going to be shocked, but I doubt it. Okay. And so, Skip, it's really not that complicated. They're not good enough. They don't have good enough players. Their bet one of the, uh, if you go say AD is their best player, he's out. Um, and it doesn't look like he's coming back anytime soon. He's going to be out at least what, another two weeks. I, I have no idea because they are circumspect about this. Right. They, they are evasive about what's wrong with it. Right. So he's, he's averaging 28 points on 50% shooting, eight rebounds, seven assists. And their whatever their record is, it is what it is. 14 and 20, 13th in the West. Yep. So that's what it is, Skip. I think he came to the realization. I don't know when he deleted the the, uh, the tweet or the the IG post, but this is what I do know. He woke up with the realization. He had an epiphany. Mm. It's not going to happen. Mm. So LeBron on is it Friday will turn 38. 38 on Friday is it December 30th? 30th is December 30th. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say it again. He has been on an unbelievable offensive tear. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I would like to have seen him get the 30. <laughs> yeah. Because that would have been how many Eight. in a row? Eight in a row. Mm-hmm. I want to see him pass Kareem just because it's, it's all I got left to watch. Of oh, the Lakers. Of the Lakers, but of him, even of him. Mm-hmm. And he's still the most interesting man in sports. Something always happens every night that he plays a game. There's always a subplot, a side story, a backstory, and I, I don't want him to fall completely out of sight where, where he just doesn't matter anymore. So what matters now is chasing, passing Kareem, yeah. and it's going to be the biggest sideshow in the history of the NBA right. as we approach. So I didn't have any problem with him, quote-unquote, stat padding last night because he nearly got to 30, and the quicker he gets to Kareem, the better for the season because you need to take the the focus off the stench that is this team without Anthony Davis. No, that's what that's why we need to keep chasing Kareem <laughs> so you don't focus on the stench. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, I got it. All right. Now to this tweet. He should have just left, let it lay because it's fine the way it is. No, nobody's going to hold it against him. Nobody's going to yank it back up off his timeline and shame him for it because, sure, he, 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 was, he was hurt back when was his post, like in April or May, mm-hmm. May I guess it was. Yeah. And, when the playoff started, yeah, he wasn't in it. Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't in it. And, and he says, this SH hurt. Well, yeah, it does because yeah. he's, not, he's not even in a play-in right. tournament. Correct. Uh, and he says, okay, back to watching these games. And he's a big fan, so he's for his fandom requires him to sit on his couch and watch these games because he's not going to miss these games because he's a basketball fan, right. and he's watching games that he's not involved in. Okay, just let it go. Leave it alone because if, if you don't go back and delete it, nobody even thinks twice about it. I don't think. Maybe no. there's some nitpicker who would get right. it and say, oh, well, you, you look foolish here. Right. I, I don't think he looks well, foolish. Well, uh, uh, the Lakers and Rob Lincoln, they take down their tweet that they're going to do anything they possibly can <laughs> to feel a championship team for Laker Nation because that's what they deserve, and okay. they haven't done anything. All right. So we're about to talk about our man Micah Parsons, and, and I'm going to get into how he's still immature in, in so many ways because he's still a baby in the league. And his immaturity to me is showing off the field as well. And we're going to get to the hand wrap that he keeps wearing in public. Okay, this is, this is the hurt child in LeBron. And I'm not being overly critical here because LeBron still has a lot of big kid in him. Mm-hmm. And it's why he's able to, to do this at this age because he, he hangs with his sons and his daughter for that matter. And, and he puts his cap on backward. He's still got kid in him, and he competes with them, and they keep him younger than he should be at going on almost 38 38 years of Mm -hmm. age. And obviously, he's having the greatest 37-slash-38-year-old season we've ever seen because it's not even – it's a joke even that there's no debate. Who can you even begin to compare to him? So 
the, the child that's still in him is now the hurt child. And he looks back at the tweet and he's hurt because he's putting up points and, and he sees the handwriting on the locker room wall. We're going nowhere. Well, you don't know that yet. You're hurt right now, but, but they got, if I do the math correctly, you have 48 games left. They've played, what, 14, 20, so they played 34. You, you got 48 games to go. I don't know what could happen because just when I was ready to write them off and then AD went on his tear, yeah. right? Yeah, and then and, he went out okay, shortly after that. Which is his, Far for the history, course. right? Isn't that yeah. his, his – It happened. Yeah, that's, just, that's what happens. But my point about LeBron is – I don't know, maybe AD will come back next week for all I know. That they're being mysterious about it, but, but maybe that means he's gone for the year for all I know. But how about this here? Okay. If you told me AD's going to come, let's just say for the sake of argument, AD's going to come back in two weeks, three weeks, and he was going to be able to play all the rest of the games with except the occasional maintenance skip where, you know, hey, hey AD played, we're going to get him off because maybe. they don't put the wear and tear on him. I might, I might, you know what, Skip? You might be on to something. Okay. But my, you can't promise me that. my point is, he, he went on a tear beyond LeBron's tear. Yes. What, what was it, like 10 games yes. maybe? He was the best player in basketball. I'm talking about two-way. I'm right. talking about both ends of the floor. He was the best player in the game. Well, what if he comes back and does this again? But think about that, Skip. He was the best player in the game. He was giving you the numbers. LeBron was giving you those numbers, and it was still nip-tuck. It was still like it was. It, with, with, with a minute left. The game was a, a one-possession game one way or another yep. with those guys giving you those historic numbers. Yep. So nothing is going to be easy. If you look at it, and look, they, they beat the uh, uh, the Magic last night, and they got great great contributions from a lot of different players. But can I count, Skip, can I count on that all the time? No. You, what you can't count on is how many threes. They, they made 17 yeah, threes, yeah, and they're the 26th worst three-point shooting yeah. team in the league. But the, the point is, Obviously, the leader of this team, the leader, the face of this franchise is LeBron James. Right. Well, you, you can't risk sending a message to your teammates that we're, we're done. We're done. No, I'm sure they're looking at each other like, really? We're done? And, and we're not even to, to the turn of the calendar yet? You know, we're not even to 2023 yet? Right. Well, who's to say in 23 they couldn't go number 23 as in the real 23 as in MJ? Be the real 23. Okay. Huh? Be the real 23. Who? Goat. Goat. No, right there. there's one goat. Was that right there? Yeah. This is going to be the year of the goat. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. Okay. But the point is, why, why would you send a give up message to your teammates? I, your- I know you're hurt, but that's going to hurt them because they're going to say, God, really? We're done for the year. We got how many more months? You got January, February, March, April. April. You got four more months of basketball left, and, and we're just going through the motions now? No, nah, I mean. I don't think LeBron really believes that. I, I, I just think he had a bad night, LeBron a bad said, moment. We got four more months. I saw what we've been putting out there for the first three months. Well, and if I it's think. anything like that the next four months, we're not going to make the playoff. Now, I agree with you. I wouldn't have taken it down. I mean, it's, it is what it is. It's up there. It's up there. It's okay. No, <laughs> I mean, who's going to hold that against him? Wasn't that a positive tweet? Like, a, yeah. Who, who wouldn't? You you tweet that. I yeah. Mean, I, I mean, of course. Come I on, you're a competitor. You just say, not on my watch. Right. This is never going to happen again. Right. I'm never going to miss the playoffs again. And this happened. Yeah. Okay. And yet, Russ is playing. Dare I say? Great. Yeah. Right? Six of 11, one of three, two of two for the free throw line, 13 rebounds, 13 assists, and only four turnovers. Like I said, Skip, if he give me 13, 13, 15 turnovers, you could turn, I mean, uh, assists, yeah. you could turn the ball over four or five times. Okay. I'm good. He is the runaway sixth man. Of the oh, game. yeah, not even close. Is anybody else in the running? <laughs> I don't know. How do you have another candidate? Uh, 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 no, because I think Jordan Clarkson starts. Yeah. So that's the only he guy. He's out. He's yeah, out so of that. I don't know. I don't even know who else is in the running. Okay. So Russ accomplished something last night that he, he tied the all-time record for triple-doubles off the bench, a guy I covered in Dallas when they drafted him in the first round, Detlef Shrimp. Right. Well, he, he's done the three off the bench in, in December yeah. alone. Well, right. what do you think is going to happen from here right. on? You don't think he's going to wind up with 10 or 12 or whatever triple-doubles uh, off the bench? Detlef Shrimp in Indiana, Detlef Shrimp. <laughs> he was, yeah. He was Dallas Maverick, Detlef Shrimp, <laughs> yeah. for a while. But the point was well, he wasn't bad, but right. he wasn't great. But, right. but the point was he ended up coming off the bench. Well, the, the point for you is Russ is way better than he was last year. Uh, absolutely. And he has found his home coming off the bench, and his minutes have been reduced from about 34 last year to 28 this year, right. and it's just the sweet spot, mm-hmm. okay? Yep. So Darvin Ham did that. 
you're not playing much defense, but your offense can be explosive featuring LeBron and if you get AD back. Right. Well, th- don't tell me you're completely out of making the play-in tournament. Don't tell me. So you, d- leave the tweet alone. Don't you just think he had a bad night, like he was down and they, they've lost whatever it's been yeah, in a row. They lost uh, four in they, a row. You probably took it down after the who, – who did they lose to the other night? Oh, they lost on Christmas Day. They Dallas. lost to Dallas. Yeah. So, yeah, you're like, yeah. Well, because they, they gave up 50. Yeah, we just gave up a 50-piece in, in the third quarter. Okay, he had a bad night. Oh, he didn't have a bad night. They had a bad no, night. No, no, I mean was. he had a bad night after the oh, game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You uh, know, he probably had too much eggnog. He's like, <laughs> Maybe. And yeah, it is. It's Christmas yeah, night, it, and and I assume they went straight to Orlando. Yeah. So you're away from the the family family on you, Christmas night. Yeah, because he was talking about you know he's talking to the kids, you know Savannah and and Bronny and Bryce and yep. Jerry. Daddy miss y'all, okay. so I got to do this. Hey, so All you right. know, and then you know Orlando, everything's already closed because you know at, at nine o'clock. So by the time you got there, with nothing good. To... Nothing good. Okay. And he says, God, I look terrible with this tweet. I'm gonna take it down. No, don't. Yeah, just give up. I mean, you know, you're in Orlando. It's Christmas. You want to be with your family. You ain't got nothing to do, and you're scrolling. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't a good idea. Yeah, that wasn't a good idea. Delete. Okay. All right. There you I go. Think, I think that's what he did, Skip. But I was like, man, I, I would have left, left it up there. But, like, look, that, that's that's him. That's what that's how you feel that like he felt at the time. Um, I don't think you can go – I don't know if you can go back and pull it, put it back up. Mm. But it is what it is. Yep. Well – I wouldn't want to be a teammate. Maybe the new today. year will bring some yeah, new you fortunes for I'm, your Lakers. Do your job. Do your job. They did it last <laughs> night. They did. Mm-hmm. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp dot com slash undisputed pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp H E L P dot com slash undisputed pod. Your mental health journey begins here. Man, the AFC sure has been fun this season. Their playoff picture still in flux. Needs to settle down as Joe Burrow plays host to Josh Allen and the Bills this week. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs did lock up their division already, while Justin Herbert and the Chargers locked down a wild card spot. Shannon, Adam Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, and Burrow. Well, that's a pretty good list. Who are you taking going forward? There's only one correct answer. It's Patrick Mahomes. Mm. We've got to stop this notion of trying to find somebody who, who Patrick, it's not even close. It's Patrick Mahomes and then second, third, and fourth. And then you can have any, I don't care who you put second, third, third or fourth, but Patrick Mahomes is the only answer. Until somebody gets a Super Bowl MVP or regular MVP, regular season MVP, and every single year they're in the MVP discussion, mm. what are we debating? What are we actually talking about? Mm. Because you look at the numbers, most seasons with 4,500 passing yards and 35 touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes has four of those in five seasons. Brady is leading with, five, with, with a five in 21 seasons. He's tied with Peyton Manning, who did it four times in 17 seasons. Drew Brees did it four times in 19 seasons. Patrick Mahomes has done it four times in five seasons. It's not, it, look, that's not to diminish any of these other guys. Joe Burrow is fantastic. Josh Allen is fantastic. I love Justin Herbert. But they're not Patrick Mahomes. And the thing, what has happened is because Patrick Mahomes has been so great, we're already just like, oh, well. No, we can't punish him. Take Jamar Chase away. Take Stephon Diggs away like they did Tyreek. So look at his numbers. Without Tyreek, look at Tyreek numbers with Tua. And think about what Patrick, Patrick Mahomes would already broken the record. Because let's just say he's not going to have, he wouldn't have the numbers that he have. But I like to think 
he'd have more, more yards combined than Valdez Scantlin and Juju and Justin Watson. Would you give me that, Skip? Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill, if he's on this roster, he would have more yards than those three guys combined. Yep. So if you put more yards than that combined with Patrick Mahomes, he's well over 5,000. He's well on his way to breaking this record. Mm. These other guys are great. Patrick Mahomes is number one across the board. Passing touchdowns, total touchdowns, yards, yards per game, and QBR. Mm. He's eight points clear in QBR. That's just that. You love that. He's eight points clear. Of, uh, of Josh Allen. Mm. He's 17 points clear of Joe Burrow. Let that sink in. Mm-hmm. 17 points clear is Patrick Mahomes and then it's everybody else. Mm. That's where he is right now. Mm. <sighs> I see this very differently than you do. From my side of the table, there's only one right answer to this, and it ain't even close, and it's Joe Burrow. Based on what? Because he's beating Patrick Mahomes three times head-to-head? He's beaten him three times and outplayed him three times head-to-head, but that's not the whole story. The story is he just plays the position at a little higher level than Patrick does. He operates the offense at a little higher, more consistent level than Patrick does. And I'm taking nothing away from Patrick, who is obviously sensational, has a bigger arm than Joe Burrow does. Runs with the football a little better than Joe Burrow does, but don't underestimate how Joe Burrow can take off and run and gash a defense because he moves much better than people give him credit for. Mahomes just blows me away because he looks like he's rumbling and stumbling, and and, and all of a sudden he's got 20 yards. So he's got some shortstop left in him from his baseball days where he's very athletic playing the position. But Joe Burrow... You, you want to talk about mental and physical toughness? He, he, he got sacked more than anybody last year by far in the regular season and then again in the postseason, and he led that team through Kansas City to a Super Bowl that they were in until the last play of the game. This year, I'm reading this this morning, you think the offensive line has improved because they replaced four of the starters, yet would you believe that the left tackle Jonah Williams – has allowed an NFL worst 12 sacks, and they just lost my ex-Dallas Cowboys, Lyle Collins, gone for the year. So Adeniji, who's been bouncing around different positions, is going to go to right tackle. He'll probably get sacked again in the playoffs more than anybody else. You want to talk about toughness? He just bounces right up and makes another throw. I just like the way he sees the field and reads the field and operates. He's as close to Brady as anybody this side of Brady. And this is just my taste for my money. Patrick Mahomes makes too many careless mistakes. But that, you do that, realize Joe Burrow has turned the ball over more than Patrick Mahomes, he, right? He has. Okay. In, in weird different ways. But Mahomes have come. Remember, he lost two games with the last second throw that got intercepted. What about those? He, he lost in Indianapolis and he lost, obviously, to Buffalo what, with a, with a game ending interception. What about those five turnovers that Joe Burrow had in the first game? Okay, which game? The Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh game. Yeah. Yep. They, they, they got off to a terrible start. And then yet, yet if, if they just make an extra point, they win the game. And then he got sacked seven times at Dallas, and Cooper Rush got him, right? Mm-hmm. With three big late completions yeah. in the last 57 seconds. And since then, he's been on a tear. He's 11-2 and two right. since then. And over the last six games, according to Pro Football Focus, he's graded the number one quarterback in pro football. And I, I don't doubt that because my eye test tells me he's but the best But you do realize they play 15 games. They do. So, so they play 15 games over the last six. Yeah. But so over those 15 games, who's graded higher? One, okay. Patrick Mahomes. All right. But he didn't have Jamar Chase for three of those we games. Had, we had Tyreek for okay. a whole season. Okay. But you do have the greatest pass-catching tight end in history even a little better than Shannon Sharp was, right? Well, a little, just a little better. <laughs> nah, but he's, he's just hey, unbelievable. He is. He's yeah, sensational. He, okay, 1,200 so you, yards you, and you double You've got your security blanket, yeah. and when in doubt, you throw it to 87, right? Yes. Okay, so the, the point is there's something about the way Joe Burrow operates that I trust at the playoff level, and I don't trust Mahomes at the playoff level. And I remind you, in that one Super Bowl that they did win, yeah. late third quarter – he throws it to San Francisco mm-hmm. early fourth quarter. He turns right around the next series, and he throws it to San Francisco. And then what do you do? I'm saying, wait a second. And what do you do? Well, he's third and 30 or whatever it was. It was yeah, like the Dak play the other day. And he throws it to Tyreek, but he just throws him 
like like a punt in, into the flat. He just throws it up because he's about to get blasted. Exactly. He says, I, I know he's out there somewhere. I'll just throw it up to him. He did that. And, and it went for 40 yards, and it turned the game completely around. Right. But then Jimmy G went Jimmy Gag in the fourth quarter, and he was horrible, and he threw an interception, and he missed um, Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders down near the goal line with a what, what could have been a touchdown. It would have changed the whole narrative. Right. And – you you got away with it. I, I don't know. Again, I'm nitpicking here, but I'll take Joe Burrow for the duration, and I believe I will win more games and more championships than you will. Well, you, well, he got to win one. I know, we are, we already won up. Well, he got close last year. But, and here's the thing. But you look at the numbers, Kim. You look at what he's doing. Mahomes, I mean, he's going to be putting these numbers up for the foreseeable future. Because yeah. I, I, I believe still Kelsey can play at this level that he's playing at at least another two, three years, Kim. It looks like it to me. And, Pat, uh-huh. and, and 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 so now, you go get him another receiver, somebody that can that can push that. And he's doing also Nicole Hardman. Nicole Hardman has been out. Of, has yeah. been out I got for it. like five six weeks. Yep. Okay. I I got all that, but my eye test tells me that I would trust Joe Burrow at the highest level a little more than than a Mahomes who who will make some careless mistakes yeah. because he's been taught that way. He's been given such a green light. Andy Reid loves that. He loves him to try try things that you shouldn't try, and a lot of times he gets away with them. And Andy likes to repolish his own genius by letting Patrick try the spectacular that can sometimes turn into the disaster. Skip, they had Kelsey was there, Tyreek was there. They had a lot of good players. Alex Smith didn't have this offense looking like no. Patrick Mahomes. No. And when he was in Philly, he had a lot of good players. He had a Jeremy Macklin. He had T.O. He had D-Jack. He had uh, 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 Brian Westbrook in the backfield. He had Donovan. It didn't look like this. A lot of what Andy Genius is is Patrick Mahomes. It's just like Coach Belichick. You say Coach Belichick don't look like a genius now without mm-hmm. Tom Brady. No. Nope. I, I buy that. And I'm taking nothing away from Patrick. I'm just saying – Joe Burrow is more special than you're giving him credit. No, for. no, 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 no. If the thing is, Skip, he's just like he doesn't have that pizzazz. Yeah, he's very he, and he gonna drive. Hey, he's that guy. He gonna put both hands ten to two. He will. He's gonna drive. Gonna keep it in the middle of the road. He, Patrick okay. Mahomes. Okay. He got one. That, that, that is correct. Okay, that is Brady esque <laughs> yeah. because Brady doesn't have any signature plays. Nah, There's nah, no nah. walk off throw. Nah, it ain't no. Know. It ain't no throw that you like. No. Did you see that? No. Uh. Uh-uh. No, nope. but Mahomes, Skip Mahomes, boy. I, I think the thing is, he's been so good so soon, and he's been good, great since he started. Is that we we, we take it for granted, Skip? No, I don't think we're taking. We it take it for granted, granted Skip.